Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be success attracting women. Well, I've got two really good success stories to share with you today. Uh, the second one is from a guy, I think he's been following me for over six years. I think he said he was 17 when he started following me, and now he's 24, 25, so actually a little longer now, almost close to eight years, which is a long time. And what's interesting, this particular guy says he's read my book 40 times. And so when I do phone sessions with people, the biggest problem that I see is people are not following the instructions to read the book 10 to 15 times. If guys just simply followed the instructions and read it 10 to 15 times and actually learned the fundamentals, the majority of my phone sessions, there'd be no reason to even have them. But you know, when I do the phone session with the guys, I'm like, how many times you read it? They're like, oh, I've been following you for three years. Oh, I read it one, one and a half times. And they're like, yeah, I know you say it all the time. But guys, just people make it way harder on themselves than things need to be. So I want to go through these success stories because there's a lot of good information on what these guys have done to achieve success. Hopefully, so you, the person that's watching this, will actually take something away and say, you know what, I really should read that 10 to 15 times. So obviously, first things first, you can read all my books. First one, 3% Man and Mastering Yourself, the ebook versions at understandingrelationships.com. All you got to do is subscribe to the email newsletter and you can get started right away. Because remember, repetition is the mother of skill. And you're not trying to look at this as tactics to use. You're trying to learn the philosophy and the mindset. Because it's, you don't want to become a robot and you don't want to follow everything exactly, perfectly down the letter. You want to kind of understand the philosophy and why I say the things that I say. So with that said, I got a quote that I wrote in this topic and then we're going to go through the first email. And the quote says, success is most often due to simply showing up, taking consistent action, learning from your mistakes, refining your approach and refusing to quit until you find a way to accomplish your grandest goals and dreams. Succeeding at what you want in life usually takes way longer than you thought it would and way more money than you expected to spend or invest. The impulse to quit and give up for immediate comfort and peace of mind will always be strong. And that's why I see a lot of guys doing the phone sessions. They want the comfort, they get a little bit of peace, and they're like, good, I don't need to do the rest. But you have to prepare. Otherwise, if you don't prepare in advance, you're preparing to fail when your opportunity comes. And when it comes to dating and relationships, if you're dating somebody you really like and you fuck it up because you didn't prepare properly, it stings like a motherfucker. And great women that you jive with and who jive with you and you're really into, they only come along every three to five years. So that you don't want to fuck those up because you're going to be licking your wounds for a while after that. So the impulse to quit and give up for immediate comfort and peace of mind will always be strong and most people you encounter along your journey will encourage you to quit and settle because they have also chosen the less difficult path. That's why you must find what lights you up on the inside and creates a deep burning desire to achieve or become what you want. Something that is more emotion compelling and motivating than simply quitting and seeking immediate comfort. Again, we're all surrounded by people that are fucking mediocre. Most of the people in this world, that's just simply how they operate. 
let's go through this first success story. Hey, Corey, I came across your content shortly after my divorce. Obviously a very painful event, not pleasant. It's the kind of thing that guy's got an emotion compelling reason to figure shit out. Having not really been in the dating world for at all for the last 20 years, I knew I needed some guidance as my, I put myself back out there. I'm a busy entrepreneur and the work that I do is very labor intensive, but I am able to wear earbuds as I work. So I purchased the audiobook version of How to Be a 3% Man and I've listened to it enough times that I could probably recite it. I'm going li- to read that last sentence again. I've listened to it enough times that I could probably recite it. That's somebody that followed instructions. That's what you want. Because you, then you don't have to think about what was on page 230. You just, you just instinctively react and that's what you want. And that's not going to come when you only read it a couple of times or listen to it while you're working out or doing things around the house. You've got to be able to focus on it and really take in the information. Because remember, it's not just the people around us. It's everything you see in the TV and media is driving us to act a certain way. And that way creates the opposite of attraction. It's like the people that put these things together want to socially engineer society the way they think it should be. But it's just simply not natural for men and women. And that's why it doesn't work in the real world. It's cute on TV and the movies doesn't work in real life. He says, when working from home, I often have your YouTube videos streaming in the background so I can learn from the mistakes other guys are making. I have made it a priority to put the best version of myself out there and you're helping me achieve that goal. Back in January of this year, I began putting the techniques I was learning into action. And that's the other thing. You can't just listen to the book or read it several dozen times and then do nothing. You actually have to apply it. Knowledge is only potential power. It only becomes power when you actually apply it. That's how you learn. It didn't take long for me to begin dating a very attractive woman. She's a nurse and I felt like she was a great catch. We dated for a couple of months, but then some character flaws began appearing. I walked away and never looked back. Now, if you're in a scarcity mindset and you don't find many women that you like to date and then you come across one that you like, but there's lots of red flags, you'll stick around hoping that you can fix things or change things or get her to behave the way you want to be. The next video that's going to come after this one, there's a guy that basically used my book to try to fix a crazy chick. And it's just unbelievable some of the stuff that she did and he put up with. And afterwards, he's scratching his head going, I don't understand. But the idea is the book will help you weed out the crazy ones and look for the red flags so you can bail out and move on. And most guys don't do that. They'll stick around and put up with it because they got nothing else going on in their lives. But when you have abundance and you have choice, then you're like, this is not good enough. I want better. And that gives you the confidence to move on and actually eventually find someone better. I walked away and never looked back. However, she has reached out on a few occasions since then. Well, rejection breeds obsession for both men and women. A few weeks later, I was sitting at one of my favorite hangouts and I began bantering with the girl sitting next to me at the bar. He says she's a yoga instructor, by the way. Before I left, I got her number and she asked that I shoot her a quick text 
so that she would have mine as well. So that's someone displaying a high level of interest in him. Send me your number so I'll have it. And I suggest in the book that you should text the, the woman right after you get the number so she'll have it because hopefully she starts texting you because if she starts texting you before you even have the opportunity to text her, now she's already pursuing you and that's what you really want anyways. Women are natural pursuers even though they tell you that I want a guy that pursues me. It's true. They want a guy that will pursue them in the beginning and start the ball rolling. But once the attraction's there, it's mutual attraction, and you're hanging out, having fun, and hooking up, they want to bond and connect with you more and more. And they make it easy that way. But the important thing is you got to find a woman who actually likes you from the get-go. I see way too many guys trying to get a girl who's not really that into them to like them. It's demeaning to yourself to try to stick around or keep a woman around who really couldn't give a flying fuck whether you're there or not. He says, I had to go pick up my son so I didn't have the option to stick around. Before I made it back to my house, less than a mile away, she had already texted me three separate times. Shock. I'm shocked. Knowing the signs to look for, I knew what I needed to do. So I quickly set a date for the following weekend, which led to an amazing opportunity for us to hang out, have fun, and hook up. It's a woman who makes it easy because she was really interested in him as well. That's ideally what you're looking for. When you can have that, why would you want anything else? Why would you want to text or call a girl or try to get a girl out? It's like, I don't know. I'm not sure about my schedule. Uh, maybe I'll get back to you. Uh, maybe I can see you this weekend. Why would you want to put up with that? Who cares how fucking hot she is? Because at the end of the day, no matter how hot she is, some dude somewhere is tired of fucking her. That's reality. It's harsh, but that's reality. I continued dating her until recently when some issues came up. She doesn't have kids, and I'm a single father with teenage boys. We've discussed this topic a few separate times, and it clearly disturbs her that she is unable to cope with my situation. In her defense, her ex had a teenage daughter who despised her so badly that she once told the girl I was dating, just so you know, I used your toothbrush to clean the toilet yesterday. That's fucked up, man. So even though she's dating this new guy and she doesn't know him yet, she's still responding to what happened in her previous relationship. And that's another thing. She's basically bringing baggage from the previous relationship into this one. It's not good. But because he knows he has choice now. Remember, this guy was with the same woman out of the dating world for two decades. And now he's got my book, obviously, and he's learned it to the point where he could recite it. And women are showing positive interest in him. What's his incentive to put up with shit like that? It's like it's not his problem that she's upset or damaged from a previous relationship. He want, you want somebody that's ready, willing, able, and open to dating you. A woman with a good attitude, who's easygoing, easy to get along with, bubbly, happy, fun to be around, doesn't take herself too personally, doesn't take life too personally, likes to joke around and have fun. I began giving her space a couple of weeks ago so that she could get her emotions back in balance. Since then, I have noticed that she seems perfectly content to hang out and get sloppy drunk with one of her girlfriends. It's not your job to fix her. It's not your job to help her get to a place where she'd be somebody good to date. Again, you want it equal. You don't want to put another child you got to take care of. 
He's already got a, a, a son that he's got to take care of. Why would he want to have a girlfriend that's, in essence, like a daughter that behaves like a fucking child? I wouldn't put up with that. It is brutally apparent to me that her attraction level has dropped, so I initiated no contact a few days ago. That was two successful pickups, and it wasn't easy walking away either time. It's hard when they're hot and they're into you. But if you have choices and options and you know you can do better, you're going to be more inclined to do it. Versus a guy that's got nothing going on, he's going to put up with that bullshit until she just absolutely drives him out of his fucking mind. However, the real success story is just beginning to emerge as I've begun my search again. I created my own version of the ultimate online dating profile a few days ago and put it on some of the dating sites. While waiting for the profile to do its work for me, I went out and enjoyed my weekend. I stopped in yet another one of my favorite hangouts and I noticed the nonverbal cues the smoking hot waitress kept giving me. She was touching me, making direct eye contact, playing with her hair, etc. So think about this guy. He has two recent experiences after 20 years being out of the dating market. Things went well with both other women. He's pushed one away completely. The other one is still reaching out. He's going to be a little cocky. He's going to have a little more swagger. He's like, damn, here's another one that's into me. And because he feels good and he's having a good time, he's smiling a lot, this waitress recognizes that he's got a different vibe than pretty much 99% of the other dudes that she meets. That's why she's so touchy-feely, signaling to him that, hey, I like you. I mean, this is beautiful. This is effortless. This is the way it's supposed to be. He's the catch. He's the prize. So before I left, I played one of my favorites on her. As she was walking back up to my table, I began looking at my bill as if there was something wrong. As she walked up, she asked, is there something wrong? To which I responded, yes, there is. I noticed that you didn't put your number on here. That's pretty good. She smiled and immediately grabbed the bill out of my hands so that she could write down her number. Now, a woman who's not interested will go, oh, we're not allowed to give that out at work. We're not allowed to give that out to the customers. So if you hear an excuse like that, which I've, ha- I've heard that one before many times over the course of my life, actually, that's a sign of low interest. Why would you want to fuck with that? Instead, oh, let me give it to you. Here it is. Please call me. Before she could begin writing, I grabbed my phone and set it on top of the bill and said, why don't you just put it here where I can't lose it? We have plans now, by the way. In less than 48 hours, my online dating profile began working its magic. I had several women view my profile multiple times, so I sent some of them a message to break the ice, and others went so far as to leave a message. So over the course of a single weekend, I now have a handful of attractive women that I can begin communicating with and decide which ones I want to start dating. Most guys are in the mindset, man, I really hope that girl will go out with me. Instead, he's like, "Eh, which one do I want to go out with? Who's the best prospect so far? It's a completely different mindset than 99% of the other guys in the world get to experience. I owe you a great deal of gratitude for the results that I've gotten. I'm no Brad Pitt, and I'm definitely not rich either, but your techniques work. It's no pickup artist BS either. It's all about being a man and that's why it works because feminine women like very masculine men who act like fucking men and know what they're doing. Had it not been for the techniques I learned in your book 
or having learned from the mistakes other guys have made, obviously referring to the videos, I would have not had nearly as much success as I've had with attracting women. Thank you for helping me avoid careless mistakes and for giving me direction as I search for and find the woman of my dreams. Good job, dude. Thanks for sharing that great success story. So we got one. This one's actually a pretty quick one. And I've seen this guy commenting off and on, I think, on Facebook and Instagram and other things. So I, I re remember the name because he's email, emailed me over the years and messaged me. And so it's pretty cool to see if somebody that sticks with you that long. So he says, what's up, coach? I started listening to you when I was 17, and I'm now 25. So that's like eight years. That's fucking awesome. That is a true fan. Somebody sticks around for eight years, they obviously like my bloviations, and I appreciate that. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I read your book about 40 times now. That is a serious student. That is a guy who decided a long time ago, eight years ago, that he's going to get this shit handled. And what you taught me has molded me into such a secure person. I have a beautiful girlfriend that loves the shit out of me and I her. The relationship is effortless. I just graduated from UC Davis and knew I was bullshitting myself with the career choice. I want to do music so I dedicated my past year to speak my truth and be as I am. Some people don't like it but they respect the honor in being truthful and it frees you from so much. Why should you apologize for who you are? Good friends will encourage you and be happy for you, even when you're not succeeding at it. They believe in you because they're a true friend. And the rest of the weak bitches that are around all of us all the time, they're going to talk shit. And that's okay because they're fucking losers and not strong enough or brave enough to do the things that you or I or the rest of the people watching this video are going to do. Following my passion has filled me with so much life and drive. The progress I made with college in five years is nothing compared to how much I have done with music in so little time, and yet I needed to see that I wouldn't deceive myself. I was born to write music, and only now that I have accepted this, all of your work, process, and dedication makes sense now. You know, it's interesting it just brings somebody in mind from like the 1960s i think it was carol king was her name you know she was a great musician in her own right and had quite a few songs that you would recognize that you've heard of but what was really amazing about carol king is that she wrote a shit ton of really great hit songs for other people so yeah she was a great musician but she was even greater as a writer and helping other people that maybe had better voices, more musical talent than her. And she made a great career out of it. I wondered how you do it, but now that I do what I love, I understand. You have forever changed my life. Congratulations, dude. Thanks for sticking around for eight years. And remember, you can get both my books. You can read them for free. All you have to do is sign up for the email newsletter at understandingrelationships.com. And if you've got a situation or a challenge in your personal or professional life that you'd like to get my help with, go to understandingrelationships.com and click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page in my website and book a, a coaching session with yours truly. And until next time, I will talk to you soon.